Hi, I'm Flynn. Kalak. Oma. Raya. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had escaped from a maximum security prison in Oak Spire successfully with all of your uh, hopeful ex-captives in tow. Um, you guys were able to rescue Timmy, Xavier, and Zeta and escape back to Hayfried's Void. Um, once you guys got back to the Void, you guys were able to sort of calm down, catch your breath, and actually debrief with why these people were all in prison. And... <laughs> What was going on? So, uh, Kellick had actually offered Timmy a, a job with Hayfried, which he took gladly now that his employment on the ship was is no longer. Um, and uh, you all sat down with Zeta, only to find out that she had signed some sort of contract with an unknown entity, and her soul had sort of been commandeered for, for a time. And you had only really one direction to go, and that was to the Dakir ruins to see what exactly had happened to her. Oma had also had a conversation with Xavier to find out that Xavier had left her in order to find out more about her heritage, to, to see where she came from and more importantly, where her powers came from. And he specified that that research was unfinished, that he had some other stones that he wanted to uncover and that his work was not yet done. So, Knowing that he probably wouldn't be able to go back to Kaldur, you guys devised a plan to open up uh, one of Hayfried's teleportation circles in Addersfeld, which accomplished a couple of things. You guys were able to get uh, Xavier back to Addersfeld, a place that should be safe for him for the time being, as well as uh, Flynn being able to go to the Ironlight uh, Castle and meet with Melaru. So you guys had approached the castle, and you guys had uh, actually entered, meeting once again Chath, uh, one of Flynn's mentors. And uh, Flynn, you walk down the hall, a familiar hall, a quiet, long, cold hallway, down to the end where Melaru's office is. You creaked open this heavy wooden door, find Melaru's desk standing opposite the door. You see Melaru sit, uh, sitting there behind the desk and a large lumbering figure stands up. You see the iconic leather and fur green pauldron of an Iron Light Sentinel, a full-fledged Sentinel, stand up. And as this half-orc Dorkal turns around, him and Melaru look at you. What would you like to do? Um... Oh. Uh, hi. Flynn. It's been some time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Chas said you had a meeting. How, uh, ooh, and I like step a few steps away from Zorkal. Um, uh, how'd it go? It went well. Uh, what are you here for? Uh, well, and I think of the bag and I pull the bag off. Actually, uh, I got, I got something. I, I pull out the bag and I reach my hand in and I think of, uh, 
think of a, a horror head. I pull it out and set it on, like, throw it on the ground. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank you for getting my floor completely dirty. Oh. Um, that is disgusting. I'm sorry. And I pick it up and try and put it back in the bag. Um, am I supposed to take it somewhere else? Uh, uh I look up at Zorkal. Well, like, I prefer not on my floor. Um, what else do you have to show? Um, um, and you see Zorkal begin to sort of snicker a little bit. What, what else? Um, I think. Crap, what do I have? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I fought, uh, I fought a Cyclops. Oh, very good. Yeah. And I assume you came out victorious? Uh, of course, definitely. No, oh. Not a problem at all. Wow. Um, okay, where's your trophy? See, like, about that, though, um, I went to get a trophy, but... And you see her grab one of her notebooks and put it in front of her, and she opens it up and begins to write down. <laughs> it, it was just... Uh, it was just so obliterated and just completely destroyed that there was not really any anything left of it by the time I was done with it. It was very reckless of you. I mean, you had to kill it, right? All right lack of restraint? <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Um, yeah, um, I have... Um, yeah, that's it. That That's it. So I assume you've come to turn in your sword and your shield? Wait, why? I assume you're resigning. No. Why would I do that? Flynn, this is the longest anyone's been gone at your station well, and not come back with three trophies as instructed. Right. Well, I've been kind of sidetracked with the other thing we talked about. And you weren't able to complete your mission along the way? Flynn, first and foremost, your commitment to the Iron Light Collective is... should be your only priority. Well, this is a big deal. It could it could be a, a, a bigger thing to take care of. It could affect the whole world. I figured that would take Paramount if it, if it destroys the whole world. What takes priority in your life are the steps in front of you. I assumed when I asked you to look further into these crystals that you would be able to handle yourself, find information, and also complete your mission here along the way. I did. I, I only see one head. I found more information. So you weren't able to complete your mission. I'm working on it. I would suggest working a little bit harder. Yes, ma'am. I'll pick up my bag to leave. Um, Flynn, I would actually um, just appreciate... Would you um, sit down for just a moment? Um, just tell us what you found. Oh, this this world-ending information. Sure. Uh, and uh, Zorkal also sits down. I will. I will take a seat. <laughs> reluctantly. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Whew, okay. And I'm not looking at Zorkal. Just looking okay. at the desk. Not even. I'm just looking at the desk. Um. Do you know? The name Vasranath. What about it? 
Um, well, I think it's connected to the crystals. In what way? Um, it seems to be... Y- you see, you know, my, my... Friends out there uh, have more information, but from what I've gathered, um, it seems to be the leader of whatever's in these crystals. Interesting. So what were your next steps that you were going to take? Well, I wanted to come back to the Iron Light to, you know, gather any information I could. Um, but we have some leads to the tear that we thought we might take. But first I wanted to turn in some things to you. Uh, one thing, and I pull the whole core head out again. I slowly put it back in the bag after I see a reaction. Uh, um... But yeah, I, I don't know if, if there's... I was I was hoping to hit the books here and see if there's anything we could find before we headed out. Okay. Vosronoth and you had a lead in the tear. Um, oh, uh, the ruins. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, I think they're called the Dakir ruins? I'm familiar. What were they? All I know is there were a town. There was a town there. Um, I think obliterated shortly before the new gods came to power. Yeah, apparently that's tied into it as well. Interesting. Um, and we have someone that was there that might have more information. The first-hand account, that's very useful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I brought brought her all the way here. Would you be able to, to bring her in? Sure, I can go get her right now. Okay. Uh, I, I'd appreciate that. Sure. And I, with a pep in my step, I run out the room <laughs> to go get Zeta. <laughs> hey, um, <clears throat> how'd it go in there? It's going, it's going great. It's going real, real good. Oh, you're, you're, okay. you're not done? Has she warmed up since the last time we uh, met with her? No, not even a little bit. Oh. But um, I told her that about the ruins and, and how, you know, there's someone there that has information and that might lead us to, you know, figuring out more stuff about this stuff. So I look at Zeta. Um, do you want to tell her what you know? I'd be fine with that, yeah. Guys? I suppose... Um, she said she knew about the ruins, so she knew what they were before, so maybe... Well, rooted. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, we need all the information we can get. And I know... Zeta here's memory is not so great. So, you want to come in maybe and say that you need to help her with her memory because you're a medicine man? Uh, I don't want to get you in trouble uh, with your right, group. Right, right. Boy. I have her. Uh, I, she's in her good side right I'm now. I'm fine. So. I mean, I'm not intimidated by Melaru, so I. Me either. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, of course not. But you are not intimidated by anyone. No. Then, fellow Weave. No. But, uh, Maybe it's best just you and Zeta for now. All right. All right. And I'll hold my hand up to take Zeta's. Okay. She reaches out and grabs your hand. Come on. Let's go. And I'll lead her back into the door. Hesitate at the door. All right. And I'll walk through. I assume this is who you were speaking of, Flynn. Yes. This is Zeta. Zeta. Um, Good to meet you. Um, If you would please have a seat right here. And uh, she instructs Zeta to, to sit in... 
the chair that Zorkal is not sitting in. There are only two chairs there. My chair, you mean? You mean my chair? Yeah. I'll stand at the door. Um, thank you very much, Flint. Um, if you'll give us a few minutes, uh, I'd appreciate if you stepped out now. Oh, you don't want me to? I. It, it might be helpful because she's kind of like struggling with her memory, and I was there when we talked to her about it, so I might be able to fill in the blanks. I wasn't asking you, Flynn. Yes, ma'am. And I'll walk out the door. Okay. You walk out the door. The door closes behind you. You join the rest of the group. I don't join the rest of the group. Oh, okay. I keep my ear to the wall. Keep your ear to the wall. To the okay. door. To the do, door. We, do we... How far away are we from the door of this? You guys are... are Yeah, you guys are... There's sort of like a long hallway and then sort of around the corner is like an open courtyard, which is where you guys are. Yeah. You probably wouldn't be able to have a direct eye line on this door right here. Okay. Uh, Flynn, make a perception check for me. At disadvantage because <laughs> I studied. Yeah, you're tired. I rolled a two. <laughs> the lowest you can roll. What? Wow. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, do I see Flynn at the door? You do not. Mm-hmm. No, you, court, you guys are all in the court. No. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Just twiddling our thumbs. Yep. <laughs> twiddling the staff. So I, um, I rolled it too. Well, plus something, but I'm, I'm assuming it doesn't matter. Flint, you, you lean your head up against the door and you hear... <laughs> I just keep trying to make it better as I, as I stay there for a minute or two. All right. Um, and about five minutes passes. Okay. And... You hear the door click and swing I, I open. Stand up like I'm standing guard at the door. Okay. Not like I'm having my ear there. Um, and you hear the door swing open. Here. Flynn, please come back in. Yes, ma'am. And I'll step back in. Okay. And as you walk in, you see Zorkal sitting there and he's sort of got a little miniature notepad out and he's you can see he's been taking notes and and writing down and you see Zeta sort of sitting there a little hunched over looking a little defeated um sort of you can you can see there's sort of like a tiredness on her face um possibly just from recounting this traumatic event and Melaru says Flynn I, I appreciate this valuable piece of information that you've brought in it's it's very helpful um Zorkal will be taking lead on this, so you need worry about it no longer. We have all the information that we need to follow up. Um, you may return uh, this wonderful young woman back to wherever she calls home. Uh, y- yes, ma'am. I'm gonna hold my hand out for for her hand. Okay, and Zeta stands up, grabs your hand, and I'll walk her out. Starts walking out of the room. Good to see you again, Melaru. No response. As the door shuts. Um, and as on my walk back, I'll walk slower, and I'd like to... So, um... What'd she ask you? Um, she just sort of asked me, you know, a lot of the same questions that you guys were asking. Um, I, I, just, I just told her the same thing. Pretty much word for word what I told you. I mean, it's hard to talk about. I might have left out a few things this time. I just, I don't really want to revisit that right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, okay? No, I'll be okay. Okay. Well, let's get you back to the group. 
and you two rejoin the rest of the group. Well, that was quick. Yeah, basically just the same old, same old. Just told her what what we found out about Zeta. Um, I did have to stand outside, but Zeta said that she just basically told the same stuff, right? I I told her the same thing, yeah. Did she do her little magic trick where she, you know, checks if you're possessed or or not? Well, uh, I wasn't in the room. When we were there before with March and the crystals and there was suspicion that... Alma and March were some kind of monsters. Mm. Uh, Malaru did a right. a magical sweep of some kind. Did uh, she do anything of that? Uh, like with you? Maybe Zeta? she she sort of she put her hand up to my face, and there was like this green glass sort of energy around her hand, I, and she just kind of waved it around. Um, I, I assume that's what you're talking about. Do I remember that being the same thing? You do. That it's yeah, exactly what it was. Did you? Did she? How did she respond afterward? She seemed okay. I didn't even know what she was doing at the time, so I don't know what an appropriate way to respond was, but she seemed calm. That's, I guess, good. I mean, she she did also say that, um, you know, uh, Zorkal is going to take the lead on it, so we needn't worry anymore. Who's Zorkal? Take the lead on what? On this thing. But who's Zorkal? Just another, you know, just another uh, member another and I huff well that's another sentinel Melora is not my boss so she doesn't get to tell me what to do right and as I'm like as I'm like nodding very obviously like right yeah we should you know definitely leave it to her though because she's the you know one that said it uh, Flynn I don't understand we can talk about it over lemon pastries Zarkal is this is this something to do with the knight uh, at the abandoned bakery? That character? Yeah. What character at the abandoned bakery? And I'm just staring at him. All right. I hate this place. How's Tito looking right now? <laughs> he is fascinated with everything that he's seeing. He's doing oh, that like okay. that, that um, bird sort of neck twitch where he's like moving his head around really quick and like looking over here at, at the corner, looking over there, looking over there. I'm just going to catch his eyes every now and then and just check in with him as uh, as I'm twirling the staff and mm-hmm. and uh, I sort of give them a shrug. It's like, perhaps we should uh, indulge in what pastries that Flynn was talking about. I, yeah. think, I think maybe... Uh, be a better place to feel uh, comfortable. And then I look around at everyone. I do wish we had other places we could spend our time, but that sounds fine to me. Zeta, I'm surprised she didn't remand you to some further confinement, honestly. She thought you were well enough. Yeah, she seemed to think I was okay. That's comforting. Um, that's Let's go, I suppose. Um, well, have you seen Chath? Because I do want to ask him something before we go. And right as you ask this, uh, <laughs> you... Did he sneak up on <laughs> No, he did not. Um, <laughs> you hear uh, sort of echoing off of the, some of the, the halls and all of the stone of the Iron Light Castle. Um, you hear just sort of echoing about five or six voices. 
all in unison. Okay. Oh, head wait towards... A, wait a couple seconds and it yeah. repeats. I'll head towards that, to that sound. Okay. I'm going to follow. Uh, yeah, I suppose we'll, yeah. we'll okay. follow along. I'll you be... have a long tail behind <laughs> of people and beasts and things. <laughs> Naturally, I'm frowning. <laughs> as we as we do the opposite of what we just said we would do. These, the, the, it sounds kind of familiar to me, right? It does, yeah. Yes, it does. Um, and as you guys are walking through, uh, you guys see that the, the castle opens up into um, sort of a larger courtyard area than the one that you guys were just in. Um, and Flynn, this is an area that you know very well and um, that you actually saw when you were here last, when you met up with Chath. You see uh, a bunch of training dummies all set up on these on these posts and some of them are, are moving around and some of them look like they have different armor on and you can see right in the middle of the courtyard you can see uh, five students uh, two half-elf, two human and a half-orc and they're all in perfect time um, practicing different sword motions and blocking with the shield and all in perfect unison as you see Chath sort of standing there with his hands behind his back observing the class. Let's take it in for a moment. Just uh, nostalgia, almost. Um, and then just try and catch Chath's eye as he's, stu- as he's teaching and to see if I can catch his eye and give him a nod that I want to talk to him. Hey, uh, you guys keep doing exactly what you're doing. You guys are doing great. Just keep it going. I'll be back in two minutes. And he sort of does a little half trot over to you. Hey, how'd it go? Uh, you know, just, you know, same. Yeah? So it sucked. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really get any more information. Um, you know, do you know anything about Vosranath? Never heard of it. But the tear? I, I mean, I could point it out on a map. Right. And I'll uh, look back at the trainees, kind of see them moving. See some of them with, like, with their armor and stuff. Actually, I've been meaning to ask you about something, too. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm good. Um, but I am getting uh, beat around a little bit, you know? Just, uh... That's the job. A little bit, yeah. Um, I used to have you know, a little bit more protection, um, but ever since learning, and I'll you know look at my tattoos on my arm, I had to get rid of my protection. And I'm curious, is there anything I can do? For like further protection, you mean? Yeah, armor and anything. I'm kind of missing it. Um, how many beasts have you killed? Two, but only have the proof of one. Speaking of which, and I'll pull the whole corb head out of my bag and <laughs> throw it. That's nasty. Put that away. I'll put pick it, it back up don't. off the ground and put it back in. The- Where do I put this? I don't know. Well, it's a, I was supposed to turn it in. I thought. Well, yeah, you were supposed to come back and show us, not throw it on the ground and oh. make a mess of things. Okay, well, I showed you. Does it count? Am I good? Like, what? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I, get, I mean, and, you know, I'll, I'll take your word on that second one, but. Oh, you will? You're the best. And he um, sort of, he, he, he looks around. I have uh, some, and I'll pull from my bag, the necklace we took off of the, the saber-toothed tiger uh, tooth 
necklace where I pulled off of the Cyclops and showed it to Chad. This, uh, I know you Iron Light folks are more bloodthirsty than this kind of trophy, but this was pulled from the neck of the Cyclops. Oh, that's shit, that's awesome. Felt. Does that count? Why didn't you, yeah, why didn't you pull that out? I thought I needed, like, a body part. I don't know where you got that, but um, I, I look at them like, come on! I don't know. I mean, that, maybe that's a Victor told me. I don't See, know. this is all right. Good. Okay. This counts for him. You don't have your third though. Not yet. And Chath sort of like looks around, sort of sees. We no killed some. No one's looking. Mighty insects in the underground. Uh, you didn't take anything from them though. I mean, you all look like you all look like trustworthy people. And we've seen a lot. It looks like it. Um, <laughs> Flynn. Uh, but you guys all have to stay here. Um, Flynn. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Just come with me. Okay. Um, as I'm not listening to any of this conversation, <laughs> um, I am like quietly sneaking my way into the arena with them. Okay. And like finding a staff or something. To like have some fun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, make a perception check. Perception. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven. <laughs> uh, seven. You see uh, a couple of. They're like these. It could be a staff. It. What it looks like is like a, a wooden pole in order to keep up some of these training dummies. But it's kind of the right size and shape. You don't know how strong it is or if it'll stay together if you hit something, but about the right size and shape. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What are you doing with it? Um, yeah, so they're having their little conversation. Yeah. And I'm just like quietly sneaking my way <laughs> to one of the practice dummies. <laughs> and I, um, I'm hearing their like grunts of of like uh, 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 clearly whatever practice moves they've got going on, and I want to start doing any of the practice moves that I had way back when, and I'm just gonna like kind of by rote start, um, getting a feel for it, making sure I still remember everything. Okay, um, all right. Oma doesn't know this, but in this courtyard, there are several, like, levels of these training, depending on your experience. So, I'm going to have you roll a d12. (laughs) See which one you approach. While she's rolling that d12, uh, I'm going to be looking over at Tito. All you hear is clicking and... Oh, that was a d20. But uh, I'm I'm basically uh, looking over... Oh, first of all, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Do I see Oma creeping away? What is your passive perception? I believe it's 16. 16. Uh, uh, Oma, roll a uh, stealth check. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Use a new dice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really high stealth, though. 10. 10? Oh. Yeah, sure. I eat here. So as I'm uh, just not like kind of nodding and, and nudging Tito uh, in Aaron, uh, I'm basically saying, uh, I once quite nimble and uh, uh, can, you know, perform some feats, and some of those include, and I just n- n- uh, n- gesture over to how she's crawling. Trust me, I know I have first-hand experience with uh, the uh, those types of abilities. Uh, I can talk more about it later. But, uh, and then I 
voice. Squash. It's very nimble. <laughs> and for pretty much the first time since you've seen him, Tito's focus sort of narrows onto one thing, and that one thing being Olma. Uh, oh. What was your D12? Six. Six. Okay. So you uh, you are just practicing a couple forms on this? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all of a sudden. Oh, no. <laughs> this training dummy <laughs> springs to life. Um, and you can see it's sort of standing there. It's just the torso up. It's got um, two arms, and it's got um, some wooden swords in each hand. Uh, nothing extremely lethal, but still the blades are, are pretty big and pretty sharp. Um, as all of a sudden, it rotates on its axis and swings towards you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a 13 to hit. It does not hit. Okay. I you duck right under it. Um, as I'm much shorter than it's used to. <laughs> it, to be fair, it is. We're the same. Um, We're the same thing. As the second sword comes back around, and that is a 17 to hit. That hit. Okay. That is going to be five points of bludgeoning damage as it hits you right in the chest. Oh. And then, uh, if you were to look over at Try and Tito. I at least go, ooh. <laughs> oh. You see Tito kind of wince a little bit. Yeah, as well, okay. Are you continuing to hit this thing? Yeah, I am. Okay, make an attack I'm going to throw the, um, the, I want to drop the, um, the dowel, the, the, um. Piece of wood. Piece of wood, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna throw your blows. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll. Oof. I am not rolling well today. Uh, that is an eight to hit. An eight does not hit. Well, you actually, you make contact, but it's not, you sort of hit this this armor plating on the side of it. It's not enough to actually cause any damage. I get two more hits. Okay. 15. A 15 hits. Hey. Um, And that is for... Five points of damage. Okay. And another one. 24. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> For four points of damage. Nice. Okay. Um, is, as, is Xavier nearby, by the way? Uh, Xavier he's, is actually not here. Oh, Xavier, not here. Uh, Xavier is still in Hayfried's Who, who else is in my bubble. immediate proximity? Zeta. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Tito. Kellick. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm over sort of with Flynn and Chad. Yeah, okay, conversation. okay. I'm going to motion over to, to Zeta and, and, and be like, really going for it in there. <laughs> as the as a logical way of just like working down the chain of people to be like informed and fa- potentially fascinated by this. <laughs> um, and she turns to you and, should we, she just got hit. Should we do something? No, no, no. You have to come up and learn your own way. <laughs> Um, Oma, these these two arms swing back around at you with these swords. That's going to be a 16 to hit. That meets it. Okay. Um, As this sword hits you, that is going to be three points of bludgeoning damage. Spit. And the the dummy uh, does a complete 360 rotation and swings at you again with the other sword. 11 to hit. It does not hit. It does not hit. Huzzah. Okay. Are you still attacking? Yeah, I want to like um, crouch down and jump up and like flip over its head, grabbing its head. Okay, make an acrobatics check. 
natural 20. <laughs> nice. Okay, uh, you are on top of this thing's head. And I want to pull its head off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, make, it off. make an athletics check. <laughs> 15. This thing just pops right off. You, you feel like a little mechanical gear break as it pops right off and the entire thing slumps over and you actually fall off as this now like limp thing is very difficult to hold on to. As I, as I start to fall, I want to like tuck and roll okay. and jump up and hold the head up. <laughs> and then, and then uh, slam it down. <laughs> okay. And as you slam it down, it like shatters across the ground. And in this moment of victory, you're feeling good. You look over and the class that was just practicing has has just completely stopped and is, is giving you yes. a terrible death glare. Like they are like, they're looking at you like, who is this kid, and who does she think she is? <laughs> and and at the moment you uh, had your victory stance, all you hear from one person over in the corner, <laughs> and Zeta just a very quiet little. <laughs> um, as that is all happening, yeah. uh, uh, before you go, let, let, let me take care of that head for you. I can, I can, I'll destroy it. It doesn't need to. Do you need it anymore, Chath? No. Okay. I'll hand it over. I'll put this. It's thing goopy. To rest. It's goopy. Yeah, be careful. I'll, yeah, gross. Yeah, describe I, the hairy part. It, I'll I'll use both hands. Okay, there I, you uh, go. Oh god, uh, it's on your nails. Yeah, it's I'd a, wear you know, I've dealt with a lot me. of cadavers. It's not right. Can you just hurry up and get rid of it? It smells really I, bad. I'm gonna give it some time here. I mean, it it deserves a, a, at least a bit of a. Yeah, you don't need us for here. Uh, here yeah, for this, we can go, Sorry. right? Yes, I'm just gonna. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Okay. Gross. And okay. I, I start to just Stinky. like very, very respectfully set it down on the ground, <laughs> sit with it for a moment, look in its, its grisly face, and you, you, you might not have had a, a good life or a long life, but you had a life, and so you'll have a death as well, and all with respect and honor for it. Ex quo. Good luck among the ashes. I will disintegrate this head. Okay. The head has been disintegrated. Hey! Um, nice. <laughs> as it lays a pile the of The longest ash. living head. <laughs> oh, that thing was gross. It didn't, it didn't yeah. take much. Like, this thing was a little easier to, to disintegrate than anything else that you've done. Yikes. Um, so, Flynn, you're following Chath, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, you follow Chath, and you duck down one hallway. You duck down another hallway. And then you stop about halfway down a hallway that you usually just walk down. You haven't really stopped here before as Chath looks down one way, down the other way, and he presses one of the stones of the wall into the wall with his hand um, as a secret door opens up. As the rocks sort of rumble and move, it opens up into what looks like another room. Um... Chath gives it one more look left and right to see that no one's I'm there. I'm looking too, like I know what I'm looking for. You don't see anyone as you both dip inside yeah. and the wall closes back up and these uh, magical sconces uh, light up across the room. This, this magical green flame uh, begins to light the room. And you can see lining the walls are on your right. You see about a hundred different cauldrons of this uh, this this greenish leather mm-hmm. and fur that you just saw on Zorkal. Yep. On the far wall, 
you see intricate swords and uh, bows and arrows and crossbows and war hammers and axes and all different types of weaponry, all very intricately carved into or or written on exactly like your sword is. But all of huh. these swords are, are like very intricately done. And then on the wall to your left, you see a bunch of shields. And you see most of them, well, some of them are, are these huge, like full body shields right. that would even shield chaff. Um, some of them are, are a little bit more mid-sized and then you see Chath walk up to the wall to where the shields are a little bit smaller Mm. and he walks up to one of them and it's this little small round shield a little bit smaller than yours was previously but it's got the same iron light symbol on it Okay, takes it down off of the wall and uh, he walks over to you and he says now you you got that bag right uh yeah. Put this in the bag until you're clear of the castle. Oh. Don't let anyone see that you've got this. Oh, okay. We are not supposed to be in here. You do not know this room exists. Right, 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 right. Definitely. And I'll pull my bag off my bag and hold it wide open, as wide as I can pull it to fit this in. Okay. I got it. And as he's putting it in, he sort of shows you the underside of it. Uh-huh. Um, and he says, all right, now the inside, you know, your previous shield has just sort of had a couple straps in there. Um... This one, it's got like a full sleeve. Right. And uh, you you look on it and it, it does look like a full sort of sleeve that you have to pull on uh-huh. in order to attach the shield. Okay. Um, but the thing is, it's got like these these uh, little places carved out where your tattoos are. Uh-huh. Um, and you see two little circles um, cut out of, of that. So um, you're going to still be able to, to hold on to this, but you're going to have your hand free and it's still going to be able to let the magic flow through. Perfect. So you get the extra bonus of the shield, uh, plus you got an extra free hand. Now. Well, that's great. That's yeah, that's. Yeah. But I cannot stress enough that you do not have this shield. Did not get it from you. You don't have it. Period. I, I mean, yeah, I don't have it. I'd even period. say when you get close to Addersfeld, just Let's take put it, it in off, the bag. Put it in the bag. I'll definitely remember to do that. Because if anyone sees you with this thing, yeah, two things are going to happen. Either, well, three things. Either they're going to think you stole it. They're going to think that someone gave it to you, and then they're going to trace that shit back to me. <laughs> or they're going to think that you killed someone for it, and that's not going to end up well for you. Right. So I'd keep it in the bag. You got it. In the bag, it goes as I'm holding the bag open. And he drops it into the bag. Quick, though. Um, you say crossbows. Well, can I see one of those? You can take a look. Uh, I want to. And as soon as he says that, I will walk over to the crossbows. I want to see if there's one that's small. Not like a two-handed one, but like a hand crossbow. Like a, like one that you hold in one okay. hand. You do see a couple of hand crossbows. Let's pick one up and look at it. Just be careful. No, I keep your finger off the trigger, please. Take the finger off the trigger. Can I? Flint, you're pressing your luck right now. All right, as it fine. Is. I'll hand it to him. All right, and he takes it and he puts it back up on the Next board. time, though. Next time, you better have three fucking trophies. I will, I will, I will. I'm going to go to the requisite as soon as we're done here and we're going to get something and take care of it. We need gold anyway, so it'll be a good way to get gold. Don't worry about it. Okay? And I do Don't make me worry about it. You're gonna, hey, I'm, I'm appreciative that you're worried. Don't, don't get all soft. Okay? <laughs> you're not right. That, it's not that deep. Pull my shirt down and pull my, like, armor down like a, keep it straight. Straight and tight. All right. You're right. 
All right. Um, just stay in here for a second. I'm going to go make sure. Right. We can't leave at the same time. It's weird. And he goes and he uh, he opens up the, the doorway. He looks left, looks right. Oh, wait, chat. Before we leave. No, we got to just get out here first so people don't see that we're doing this shit. Well, they kind of already, if they were, they already see us doing it right now. Nope. Flint, just get All right, out fine, fine, fine. All right. And then the walls close back behind you. It's <laughs> okay. Did you find anything about Kaylin? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I was going to ask Melaru, but she's like super scary all the time. And Zorkal was in there, which thanks for telling me, by the way. I didn't know he was in there. You getting mad at me for that shit? Well, you could have told me, right? I didn't know he was in there. I didn't know he was in there. He's a big, scary orc. I knew she was in a meeting. And I'd be a little bit more appreciative of the shit that I just gave you. You're right. You're right. I'm just, I'm just, there's, there's a lot of emotions going on right now. Anyway, I was going to ask her, but I didn't. Did you find anything? Uh, last I heard, um, she was headed back up to Aramore. Um, I don't know if there's anything up there for her. I knew she just wanted to get away for a little bit. Um, technically, she's a sentinel. She did it? She did it. But uh, I don't know where she stands right now. I mean, she might come back and still want to be a sentinel, but uh, the question is whether Melaru lets her back in. You, you know what happened? I, you know, sometimes you see things on right. these missions, and uh, I think she probably saw something that. You don't know what she saw. I don't know. I don't. I didn't ask. Malaru didn't. Okay, yeah, Malaru. If she knows, she wouldn't she tell wouldn't me. Tell anyone? Yeah. Where again? Uh, she's up in Aramore. Aramore. Just, just north of here. If you go around the Shadow Timberland, it's it's just sort of north. All right. Or northeast. Okay. Well. Hope she's okay. Um, and I'll just start kind of walking back to the group with, with Chath. Um, as we went back, would I know where her room would have been in here? And would I know if there's still belongings there? Do I have a, like a photo of her or anything? Like pictures, likeness? Um, you would not have any likeness of her, but you would definitely know where her room was as you guys were all staying sort of in the same barracks. Uh-huh. Um, it, you guys were all in separate rooms, sure. uh, but it was all in the same area, so you would definitely know where her room was. Would it still be um, her room now that she's a sentinel? Or You'd have to go and find out. Um, can we uh, swing by her room really quick? I just want to see if there's... Yeah, go wherever you want to. All right. Hey. Yeah. I appreciate you. Thanks for the... Thanks for nothing. And I'll give him a wink as I walk over to Kayla's room. <laughs> yeah, now you're getting it. I gotta go back <laughs> to my class. And I'll try and find Kayla's room as I head off. Okay. Um, the rest of you see Chath walk back into the, the training courtyard. He looks over at Olma. He looks at the <laughs> the dummy on the ground. Uh. And he looks over at his class. He looks back at Olma. He looks over at his class. No, why can't any of you do that? <laughs> That's the kind of shit I want to see. You just see Shreya just cracking up laughing like... <laughs> Get back in the formation. Why aren't you guys doing your drills? As they all sort of get back and start doing their, their <laughs> drills again. I, I just kind of quietly walk back um, to the rest of my group. Um, all right. And as you walk back to the rest of the group, you see Chath walk over to the, the group that's training there. Um, and he sort of is looking at their form and he walks up to... Um, one of the the young half elf men, who's 
doing his form there, and he looks like he's doing the exact same thing in perfect timing with everyone else. As Chath walks up, inspects every single move that he's doing, inspects every foot placement, every hand placement, and just shoves him, gives him this huge shove as this half-elf falls to the ground. (laughs) And Chath walks over as this guy's laying there cowering on the ground, and he leans over him, and he says, that is not what I taught you! And you can see a little bit of, like, fire beginning to emanate from his his red dragonborn mouth. What are the rest of you guys doing as you are all back together once more? I finish chuckling. <laughs> uh, looks like you could teach them a thing or two, Alma. <laughs> and I'm going to look over at um, Chat's outburst and just kind of, like, shake my head because I'm just remembering what it was like training um, and just like try to ignore what's going on because I don't want to be involved in that. This place is... I don't understand. I mean, that's kind of normal. Normal? Well, as far as like training out of fight goes, yeah. I mean, I learned a little bit of fighting and, you know, uh, when I uh, was sent to join uh, Andal's forces on the border, but that seems a bit excessive. I mean, if looking at the form of these lads here, it was this is a lot better than uh, probably most of the men in Andal's army. Yeah, but Andal's army doesn't look like they're doing too good a job. Well, they All right, because apparently you just want to be doing your own thing and don't want to listen to me as he's screaming back at this half-elf. Is everyone clear? As all the students back away, and it's just the half-elf and Chath standing there in the middle, goes, since you don't want to listen to me, and you think you can do things your own way, come at me with it. See if it's better than my way. As this this half-elf sort of shakily lines up his, his sword, Chath has nothing in his hands. He has no weapons, no nothing. Um, but his face is a weapon. <laughs> his face is a weapon. I mean... As this uh, this half-elf lines up this, this very real, very sharp metal sword towards Chath. After a second, the half-elf uh, steps forward to strike, and he swings his sword towards Chath's head as Chath, nimble as anything you have ever seen, ducks out of the way, takes about a half-step around the half-elf, and puts him in a headlock as the half-elf drops his sword and puts his hands up towards Chath's forearm that's currently around his neck and tries pulling it away. That's not gonna work! And you see this half-elf's face start to get red as this you- half-elf starts to like tap on his forearm as, as fast as he can. Chath holds him there for a second. Maybe a second too long as then he lets him go as the half-elf drops to the ground and starts gasping for breath. Yeah, you want to do things your own way now? He goes, no, I, I don't, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I don't. What does this prove, though? Any one of these men would have not been able to best chaff in face-to-face combat. It's not really about that, though. What is it about? Abusing the men until they do as they're told? It's more like, remember that you're not just like 
putting, you're not just like doing this for nothing. Like, it's not just like, you're just like hitting things with a sword. It's not supposed to be fun. You're supposed to remember that it's for something. Like you have, like it's for fighting. It's not, it's not against people or creatures or whatever. It's not, it's not just like going through the motion. But if I were to raise a blade to the creature that trained me, what are the odds I would commit to the strike? I don't know. I don't know. I... When I was learning the ways of Femir, they applied a, a stringent attitude to that as well. But nobody put me in a chokehold. I don't think Femir would want you to be in a chokehold, so... I mean, I don't think it's really one-to-one. If Artemisius to be believed, uh, who knows? Not me. What do you mean? I don't know. You don't know what? You said who's to know. I'm saying not me. I don't know. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> um, does this guy look okay? He's on the ground. Is he, what's it? what's he? He has popped back up. He has gotten back into formation with the rest of his classmates. Um, and you can see his face is still very red and very flush um, as he starts to go back into position and begins doing his drills once again. It's so silly, Kelly, because his arms aren't as strong as his legs. So really, if he wanted to get out of that chokehold, he shouldn't have been pulling at the arm. It's so stupid. I don't know if Chath is teaching them the right things. Well, looking at Flynn, probably not. That's true. I eye the little half-elf, uh, uh, not sort of lo- like longingly, but also like with a kind of empathy as I slowly touch my thumb to one of the geometric patterns on my staff, uh, the crystal glows slightly and uh, I'm going to druid craft like a little tiny gust of wind in his face to like give him a, bla- <laughs> a tiny little blast of wind. All right. Um, and doesn't even look like he notices it. He is <sighs> fully concentrated on what he's currently doing. Can we? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You have my thoughts and my encouragement, whether you know it or not. Can we see any distinction between this half-elf's form before and after his beating? Um, hmm. Make a perception check for me. I also look? Yes, you can. Uh, You can make it either perception or history. Or Oma, if you want, you could do athletics too. Mm, perception's better. Do whichever one you want. This is this could be a couple of things for Oma. Mm-hmm. It's only a nine. That's uh, a fifteen. A fifteen. Um, okay, Oma, you don't really notice anything too much as they're practicing with swords, and you aren't as mm-hmm. familiar with with sword that forms and and things like that. So. There's some, you can see some sort of like common ancestry in the techniques that they're using, but you're not as familiar with this. Um, Kellick, you would notice that before, while everything was in perfect time, every probably fourth or fifth swing of the sword, after there would be the swing and the stop, it was just like the slightest imbalance on his footing. An imbalance that is not there anymore. I hope whatever he's learned today protects his life in the future. Hmm? I mean, that's kind of the point. Well, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, 
There's a lot more going on on the battlefield than whether or not you can keep your balance. Yeah, but losing your balance is really bad, so... That's kind of like a biggie. Also, if you lose your balance, you can't be as forceful, so it means you're you're not hitting as hard, and if you're not hitting as hard and you're not being forceful and you're falling over, it's kind of like it's a spiral and it goes down and down and down. I mean, we used to have to like jump from pole to pole, and I can't even tell you the amount of times that I fell over and it was not good. Where was this? Well, I was raised on the Raging Peaks. Um, it's kind of in Kaldor, you know? Up in the mountains. Yeah, up in the mountains. Right. And they made you jump from pole to pole? Well, that was just like part of the training. I don't know, it's kind of like this, except not with swords. Uh, At all. And so actually, it was nothing like this. That doesn't seem that dissimilar from what you're saying here. I mean, yeah, similar. There were more of us, though. There's only five of them here. And were they all children? Um, some of them were children, but I didn't stay with the children for very long. That seems... Well, it was school, and then you grew up in the school, and you kept learning and learning and learning um, until you were an adult. And then you would stay for a couple years as an adult, and you would teach, and then you would go off into the world. You... So what happened? What do you mean, what happened? Well, I don't think you've taught anyone. No, I, 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 I didn't get that far. So, was it stuff like this? Abuse? So you fled? I, I didn't flee. So, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. All right. Yeah. I'm not there anymore, and and that's all that's important. So so now I'm here, and 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 yeah. All right, that's. Thank you for sharing that. On my. Sometimes I feel as though I hardly know you. If your life hasn't been that long, and yet I know so little of the places you've been. Well, I just don't like to think about it. I mean, why why dwell on things that are bad? Because the things that have happened in your life inform the person you are now. So you don't have to get stuck in it. But uh, you might have some reconciliation to do. Not now. Fair enough. Um, if I uh, was brought up in an environment like this, I wouldn't want to think about it either. And I just watch the sweaty, stressed creatures of this group proceed on their uh, their movements. Okay. Uh, Flynn, where are you headed? Um, I'm heading to uh, Kaylin's room, if I can find it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Easy enough. You know exactly where it is. I'll uh, just kind of put my hand on the door and just, uh, think for a minute. Again, another bout of nostalgia. It's like studying in this room hanging out having fun all those memories are flushing like flooding back and uh open the door to an empty room a very simple cot shoved up in the corner a very very simple dresser made of wood nothing up on the walls as I just exhale (laughs) let's walk in and uh I put my hand on the 
desk, I'm on the bed, kind of look around and see if I can see any remnants, any notebooks, any papers, any anything that would lead to where she went. Make an investigation check for Yep. Me. Disadvantage. Uh, investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a 17. Um, a 17. All right. You start looking through this room, and there's nothing apparent at first glance. You open up the drawers. There's nothing there. You sort of turn over the bed. There's nothing there. When you look at sort of the end of this cot, where you know that there's sort of like an interior mattress and then an exterior cloth that is is wrapped around it. Um, And you see some, like, some extra yarn at the end of this cloth where someone has sewed it back together. You very carefully sort of take that, those couple of pieces of thread and start to pull it apart and it comes apart and opens up towards the inside of this, um, this, um, this cot. Sure. And inside, there's a little rolled up piece of paper that you pull out. Sure. And you open it up and immediately recognize it as a uh, formal letter of resignation from the Iron Light Castle. You see it is handwritten out in her exact handwriting, mm-hmm. but never signed or turned in. I, uh, in as I start reading this, I sit down on the cot. Why would you want to leave? You're better than me. You're stronger than me. Oh, I want to find you and ask. And bring you back. Then I'll hop off the bed and roll the letter up and put it in my souvenir bag just toss it in there for now okay and I'll just give one last look around the room and uh, I'll actually go back and re-sew up the okay or like put the thread the, through if the I way can that, the way that you did it you pretty much just loosened it all sure. up so you pretty much just have to grab the end and tighten it again okay it'd be easy enough I'll like do that and set it back how it was and head to the door and just give one last look around my shoulder and just kind of give a smirk and just like a, a nod and shut the door and head back to the party. Head back to the party or you're heading to the requisite? I'm going to head back to the party. Okay. Very cool. I just know you mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Cool. Flynn meets up with the rest of the party. Hey, uh, how we doing? Great. We're just uh, watching your comrades be uh, nearly choked to unconsciousness. Yeah. And verbally abused. Yeah, the training's rough here. Um, Before we go... I, I know we stopped last time we were here, but we didn't really need it. But I know we mentioned earlier that we kind of need some gold. And, I mean, honestly, I kind of need to finish my training. Um, there they cleaned us out. Yeah. There's a, I don't know if I mentioned it, there's a place called The Requisite where they have a bunch of missions and, and, and people asking for help. And I figured we can stop by and see if there's anything there that's kind of on the way or around the area that we can kind of take care of really quick. Don't we have a bit of a crisis, though? Well, Zorkal's taking care of it. 
And do you trust Zorkal? Also, yeah. we have the matter of He's a sentinel now. Zeta to look after here. Yeah, but we need money. Uh, I agree, just... Maybe something on the way. Are we, where are we going? Are we going to the Terror? No. Why Why would we go to the Terror? Or the Dakir Ruins? Or the Ruins? I think the Ruins, yeah. Well, maybe there's something around there that we can kind of get some money. I can finish some stuff I need to do. And also we can find out information at the Ruins. Yeah, and what time is it? <laughs> it is approaching early evening. Well, we have dinner plans. We can't forget that. We have to meet with James and his daughter for dinner. Right. That's right. Right. Kelly, do you think she's pretty? Um, I didn't get a good look at the picture that he had of, of her. Um, but I, yeah. James I mean, is I a know. handsome fella. Well, maybe we should see your, your girlfriend while we're here. Or your <laughs> ex-girlfriend. Alma, I don't need to see. We can rekindle them. What? What? No. <laughs> well, maybe a new love. Zeta, uh, did Melaru give you some sort of... Did she Zeta. ask you... No, I'm just... Zeta, did Melaru give you any kind of directive? Did she have any... Where for you to go? I I don't want to drag you halfway across the world here. Um, no, I. she didn't tell me I needed to do anything. She just thanked me for telling her what I told her. All right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to... Well, I think we should get dinner. Do you want to have dinner with James, <laughs> James and his family? Zeta. I'd like to eat something. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, well, great. Zeta, <clears throat> you can't go back to Kaldur because you're kind of wanted. Yeah. And Probably a safe assumption. And sometimes you turn into a weird thing and you make weird sounds. Mm-hmm. So you probably shouldn't be alone either because who knows what kind of mischief you could get into. Um, I don't know. I think we should have dinner and then and then either come with us or or maybe you can go with Xavier. I I'd be fine going with Xavier. He seems to be pretty capable. I mean, you're both wanted convicts, so maybe you shouldn't travel together. But I don't know. Yeah, I you know, Zeddy, uh, I seem like a good person. If anybody could help you with your whole contract thing, it'd be Xavier. I don't know that that's true. We could ask. We could. Um, Calic? Yes, I'm not. Could you do the thingy where you talk to the people that you know in your head and maybe ask him if he's... I know he wanted to rest a little bit and then he was going to meet us in Addersfeld, but like maybe if he wants to meet us tomorrow morning or at dinner and tell him where to meet us. Please, please. I know you don't like doing it, but can you please it's talk just, to somebody uh, in your uh, head? You no, know, I look through all the tethers and it's, it just takes some time to find the right one. Do you ever sometimes pick the wrong one? Do you send the message to the wrong person? Well, I'm very careful, so I haven't had that experience yet. Well, what if you did? What if you sent like a really special private message, like like something super, super secret, and you sent it to the wrong person? Then how would you know? Well... How would you know you sent it to the wrong person? Every time I've done it so far, they respond. So I assume that they would respond with a message of confusion. Huh. When I do find the right tether, it, I can tell. It feels right. Hmm. Uh, it's hard to explain. Yeah. But I... Ever since I've seen the world this way, it makes more sense to me. 
A sea of tethers. Hi. Okay. Right. So maybe you can find his tether and, and ask him. Should we should we make our way out of this building? Uh, yeah, maybe not here in this spot particularly. Well, I can meet you guys. Um, I really, guys, I really need to get this stuff done. Like. I got yelled at because I'm lagging behind. Very I, well. Wait, I just, I have one quick question. Just, just one small question. Yeah. Um, why do you have to? Because this is what I want to do. Okay, another quick question. Yeah. <laughs> that one was quick, so. Um, why? We're having a great time being, being repair agents. Are and, we? And, and, and I'm having a lot of fun and and we've gotten a lot done and we're really good at it. Um, so why do you need them? Why do you need Xavier? Because we took a side to help him. This is something I need to do. Xavier but that's a, a different answer. This is a person. different Xavier's a person. This is a organization. This is a different question completely. You didn't answer my question. My question was, I'll repeat it. Uh, it's really fast, but I'll repeat it. I just look at Kellogg as he's doing this. <laughs> Roll my eyes. I just tried. <laughs> We've been having a great time, doing a lot of good as repairing agents. Right? I'm just making We've like all the, been doing the, a great the, job. The, the wishy-washy hand gesture this whole time, <laughs> oh, Noma, just the hand moving back so, and forth. So, 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 why do you need to be part of this specific organization that seems like they're not very nice to you, specifically you, um, and they don't appreciate what you bring to the table? But we do. We appreciate everything you bring to the table, and we want to support you. But this organization seems like poo-poo. Well, uh, <laughs> first off, no, don't say that. Don't say what? Poo-poo? That this is a great organization. Mm-hmm. They've been really mean that. to you. I hold my hand up. I mean, they gave me this power. Yeah, but now you have it, so you could just, like, keep it, and then we could go. But there's more. Well, but we know Hayfried and Xavier. You can learn more from and other people. Just because some of the people here are bad doesn't mean they all are. I mean, look at the Hologuard. Mm-hmm. You were part of that. Yeah, but I'm not part of that anymore once I learned. See, we learn things and then we can make choices. And that's what I'm telling to you. Just sure. like how like there are good people and bad people blah, 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 in the guards of Kaldur. Doesn't really seem true. Seems like that also might be the case here. I, I, t- I tilt my head over to Tito and, and I... And, uh, and translate it too. Uh, he's very <laughs> loyal. The short one. Uh, for better or for worse. Yeah, okay. I'm only picking up like every fifth word or so. <laughs> but I think I'm, I'm sort of getting the gist of the conversation. Okay. Uh, body language, I'm just gonna <laughs> over at Flynn, just like, and then like throw my hands up and then make a hand gesture toward like the heart. Uh, yeah. Okay, Flynn, I'm not gonna try to unbrainwash you in one day, but maybe you could like <laughs> think about it. Just like as we continue, yeah, sure, go where you need to go and kill some more monsters just like you need to, but like maybe think about whether this is really the path you want to be on or if you would rather hang out with us because it seems like if you're with them and you get more and more entrenched that they're just going to start telling you what to do and you're not going to be able to go off of what the agents of repair want to do and so then you're just going to have to make a choice and so I'm not saying you have to make that choice now I'm just saying maybe you should think about it and think about how far you've gotten into what you need here and what you can get from other people I'll think about it we could use some gold. There's no, there's no way around that. Um, but I, I think Alma raises some valid points. And I didn't hear what, didn't understand what Shreya said, but I suspect <laughs> whatever he said was also salient. Um, no, but if we are to leave you here to 
more training, I, I must ask you one more thing before we part. Oh, sure. Uh, you mentioned uh, someone taking care of something and passing. What did you mean by that? You said uh, that person would take care of something, take care of a mm-hmm. excursion of some kind. Oh, Zorkal? Yes, yes. That. Yeah, who is that? Yeah, he's uh, he was in my class. Um, and What is he taking care of? Well, Meluru assigned him because he is now a sentinel of the Iron Light. Um, he made it, and I'm not yet. Uh, so now he got the official mission to take care of Ooh. the crystals, okay, the but, red wolves. But we're the agents of repair, and we get to make our own missions, and our mission is also to go look at the ruins. So, like, <laughs> um, I don't need um, Meluru telling me what to do. Well, to, to almost a very uh, pointed point there, um, <laughs> I... Uh, well, do it believe doesn't that, make uh, any dull points. They're uh, all sharp. Uh, that's very true. Uh, I would say uh, it might be uh, uh, fitting for us to perhaps follow them on their way there. Ooh. Or perhaps we could uh, go through there by a different means, thereby seeing what happens to them after they get there. And perhaps... I will tug on his feathers. I'm saying, and I'll, I will just oh, say, I'll, I'll say this. I don't think that's a good idea. As I like nod and look around to see if anyone's watching. No one's watching. No. And uh, keep, there you go. Keep doing that again. It's really confusing. Talk about it. You're like over nodding pastry. your head, but you're yeah, saying you're, you're no. Adopt this strange it's really confusing. It's, I don't. Uh, yes, yeah, a bizarre <laughs> trait. I'm gonna well, go to the requisite. You get what I'm saying. Let's just let's yes. just put it on the. We can talk about it when we're not here. Okay, yes. So. You're gonna make. You're gonna meet us at dinner with James. Yes. Okay, so we're gonna go to the market, and you'll meet us there. Yes. I just want to see. Okay, if but any... this time you're you're saying yes, and you're nodding your head yes. So so now I know what you're saying. But but before you were <laughs> saying no, and you were nodding your head yes, and that was really confusing. So why can't you just always do it this way? But you. <laughs> Aren't you better at uh, communicating? You, this is a secret collective. Right? This want... is the secret of collective. You really make me want to stick together. <laughs> Here. Do you want someone to come with you to the requisite pin? I, I would really appreciate it. All right, I'll join you. No, there. But you have to. No, I'll we'll... tell Zay. What do you want me to convey to Xavier? Alma? Whatever you think is best. Fair. Oh my god. Oh my god. Kids, man. Oh. After all that, like, please do it. Please do it. Yeah, whatever you want. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so well, reach out to him. <laughs> <laughs> right away. Where are we having dinner? We're gonna meet James at his house. At right. his house, we'll meet you which there. is above the market. Yes. Sure. We'll but meet you there. I know the way. Okay. All Come right. on, Tito and 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 Zeta and 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 Drya. Come on, let's go. I just give Tito a slap on the back between the wings. This way, motion. This way. Um. All right, Flynn. You are headed to the requisite. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, you get to the requisite, and you are once again greeted by uh, that familiar room that is filled with these shelves of letters and scrolls. And you look up, and once again, you see the tower above you that's got a bunch of different windows that are open um, uh, that are to let in the, the uh, yeah. carrier pigeons yep. and, and uh, all the birds that bring in uh, letters and things of that sort. And you are looking around. And I'm, I'm there as well. I, I think oh, we're, you're there as well. Yeah, he yeah. comes with me. Um, I assume you guys are specifically looking for stuff that is around the Dakir ruins? Yes. Yeah. Sort of uh, in that in vicinity? To that, yeah. Um, after looking for a little bit, 
uh, you guys come across a couple of different things. Uh, you actually come across, let's see, you come across four specific letters that have come in from areas around the Dakir Ruins. Um, the first one has come from a little town called Westbury. Uh, it is directly south from Marstock and uh, just outside of the gray forest nestled at the, the foot of the Bartok Rise. And the letter says, I pray this letter finds sympathetic ears soon as our town is in turmoil. I write to you in the hopes of assistance, having already lost my cousins and my dear aunt only days before that. I've seen terrible beasts from realms not our own lurking in the darkness and fear that a great evil has swept over our homes here. I fear the worst for my dearest missing family and only write to you now, not in the hopes of saving them for it might be too late for that, but instead to save those who might be taken in the future. Please help. Signed, Marada Colovia. You find another letter. Um, this second letter you open up and the letter is written in black ink and in, um, in red ink over the top um, in different handwriting, very clearly different ink. Um, the handwriting over the top in red ink says, Intercepted Communication from Kaldurian Army. The note in black ink, it says, Immediate response necessary. Assistance required along abandoned road from Dakir to Blackdale. Entire platoon destroyed. Myself and commanding officer Alarnath are only survivors of attack. Ground erupted like volcano beneath us. Tentacles made of magma attacked our men. Myself and Commander Alornath gravely injured. We might not see mourning if help is not sent immediately. Private First Class Mary Wither. The third letter that you find. Um, you see that this letter is a little bit older, a little bit more well-worn than the rest of them. Um, it's got some like cobwebs on top of it. Um, and notably, it's got some tea stains on this letter. And it says, My brother was among your ranks and said to write if I'm ever in danger. That time has sadly come. We require immediate assistance at the Holy Temple of Krishnova on the northern face of the Bartok Rise. Soldiers have come and threaten us with violence for not vacating this place of worship. We have held back their first wave, but many here think that they will return to finish the job. We are not warriors and require your assistance. Signed, Lady Pinala of the High Temple of Ildoria. And the final letter. Um, this one comes from the, uh, the small town of Nestle Valley. And it on the front, it is signed specifically to um, someone named Graham Bludron II. And the note says, My dearest Junior, I'm afraid the situation here at home has not improved. I'm well aware that your iron light training takes time, but you had promised to come back and help us defend our homes by now. The drow returned last night to further negotiate their terms. I hope you, uh, I hope you finish your training quickly and return to help us defend ourselves as you promised. Hoping to see you soon. Signed, Senior. Oh. Um... And those are the four things that you find. One in Westbury, um, one on the road between Blackdale and the Dakir Ruins, um, one signed from a temple in the Bartok Rise, the northern face of the Bartok Rise, and one from Nestle Valley. 
Um, that last letter, uh, as we're going through them, uh, I'm like, oh, this is possible. We could maybe do this. And the volcano with tentacles, I'm like, eh, maybe not that one. And as I like gestured, I'm like, that seems like a lot. Mm. And then I get to the last letter, Nestle Valley. Should do this one. Um, where's that on the map? Um, on you pull out the map, and you see that Nestle Valley is. Um, if you are at the Dakir ruins, you would head south along the base of the Bartok Rise, along the the eastern side of the Bartok Rise. And not long after, you would get to Nestle Valley. Uh, I suppose it's about as close as any of the others. Uh, I know it's a little out of the way, but... What makes this stick out here? I point to the name Graham. Kind uh, of sounds like Graham uh, might want to take it. He can't. Why did Chath train him a bit too hard? Uh, no, he, uh, he trained him great. He was, um, <laughs> he's one of the best. Um, someone I looked up to. But, um, what happened to him? He didn't make it back. He didn't make it. From just one of these? And I sort of gestured to all the letters around the room. Yeah. This is dangerous work. Oh, clearly. And just like looking at the letter. Um, and I look at the word senior. Uh, he wants his son's help. From Drow. It means he doesn't even know. Does not the Iron Light let the family members of their collective know of their demise? I mean, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But seeing this letter, I need to take care of it. I I do uh, struggle with this. So many cries for help. And all of them things that we might be able to... We can take them all. Well, if we take them, then that means no one else can. I'll look up at the wall. I'll hold the four letters in my hand. And I'll look at the wall. Thousands of letters. I think there'll be more for the others. But at least let's do this one. All right. At least this one. I'm just going to touch the the letter that's got the cobwebs on it. I think we've already been here. The north side of the Bartok Rise. And I think for a minute... uh... You know where we got the water for the necklaces? Yeah? Yeah, I think, uh... I think we may have destroyed what was left of Lady Penala. Oh. Oh. Aye. Maybe not this one, then? Yeah, I think, uh... I think you might be able to dispose of this. Or, uh... uh, I'm just gonna take it. And just like I'll pick up the other three we'll fold it and, and, and just gently put it in, in my bag well these ones aren't worn yet yeah as far as we know I wonder how many of these 
Letters are written by people who are now spirits. You see why I kind of do this? I understand that a lot of these people don't respect me, they don't trust me, they don't like me. But they are teaching me, and I am learning how to fight, how to protect people. These people, and I point to the wall of thousands of letters. Yeah. It's important to me. And I know Alma might not see that, but I'm, I'm hoping you would. I spent my whole life trying to do good then. And I, too, was vehemently committed to an organization that taught me those things. Taught me skills I could use to help people. But the world looks different to me now. So I... I... agree with your decision to want to help people. But that doesn't mean the iron light is perfect in its execution. And I think as long as you can keep that in sight and not be blinded by fidelity to people, even Chath, even Melaru, then the people who wrote these letters would take help from anyone. Especially the golden-hearted Flynn fellow. <laughs> yeah. And I will. If if I start seeing a change, you'll know. Aye. And we'll keep you honest. That's a promise. There is still good in this organization. I know that. How much good can exist within a whole? That is the question. We'll see. Do you think I really need to message this savior fella? We can make something up. I don't know that he can offer anything. Uh, I want to ask Zeta, you know, she what talks she talks really fast. What did she even, what did she want? I, you know, sometimes it's hard to say. I tune out sometimes, honestly. I, I listen and it still makes no sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I do have someone if, I don't know how this spell works, but, you know, Kaylin, right? Uh, you mentioned her. I meant, is there a way you can reach out to her? I don't know how this works. Like, do I you... need to know, I need to know the person. Oh. Okay. I might be able to use a, a portrait or, or something. I don't have any... I, again, I, I just kind of try to find them. I right. mean, maybe it'll work. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe I could... No, I don't want to bother Melaru. Never mind. We'll just... Um, Who is this Galen person? Why well, is she... I, she was also in the class with, with me. And she helped me a lot through it. She's... She was like Graham in our class. Graham was in the class before. She right. was like our Graham. She was great. She knew everything. She knew how to... She's star pupil. Okay. So? And I reach into my bag and I pull out the letter of resignation. She doesn't want to be one anymore. 
And I know that there's... I know that there's a lot of dangers out there. And I've heard of people losing their minds to the crazy monsters they fight. Yeah, well, I mean, if we go to answer the call of Graham Sr., he wants us to what? Fight back a, a, an army of drow? Those are people. They're not monsters. Right, but I need to at least go there and give him the news if he doesn't have it. I, uh, my point is on me. Scaling person. Perhaps her exploits. Perhaps the road she was on didn't deliver to hurt madness from some interaction with a monster, but from the the milieu of all of this. Yeah, I mean... What does the Iron Light really seek to do? Protect. But from what exactly? And I instinctively reached to the bag to pull the Hokora head out again, but... Um, we killed many things that harm innocent people. I don't understand. I mean, I point to the wall. I mean, there's all these people asking for help. I don't understand. What makes the Iron Light Collective different from Drek, the assassin? If I send a letter to them and I say, please save me from this person who wants to harm me. We both struggle at each other. <laughs> Listen, I I think it, there are evils in this world and we must fight them at whatever cost. And I, for the longest time, all I've wanted to do was rid the world of evil. I, I, I thought it was, I think it's my purpose. But uh, when I look into the ashes and I see the the ashes of that hook horror's head are the same as the ashes of the ghosts in Odoria's temple. Let's go help some people. Yeah. And have some dinner. <laughs> and we head out of the rec... Uh, what is it called? The requisite. The requisite. The requisite. All right. I'll take the three uh, letters. Gotcha. And you have the fourth. You're the middle one, right? The one, one, one. Yeah. Um, okay, and you both meet up with the rest of the group on the way over to James's place. Mm-hmm. Is there anything anyone wants to do before you actually get there, or uh, you guys just heading straight there? Um, if we, if is Zeta with the gang, the rest of the group, I'm, I'm assuming. Sort of, yeah. Um, I'd just like to kind of pull her aside before we go in for dinner, I guess, if that's possible. Okay. Um, yeah, you would definitely get a moment. So just outside the market. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I... Uh, I don't want to trouble you. Not at all. I, uh... What do you want? Uh, what would make you feel the most safe in all of this? As we go forward, uh, you know... Uh, I can't, I'm racking my brain for a solution that keeps you out of harm's way, and it still feels like maybe it's best for you to stay with us. What I want is a solution that will, in the end, make sure that I don't hurt anyone. Um, that's really the last thing that I want. Right. Whether that's keeping me from keeping me in, in one place or moving me around, I don't know what the answer is. 
but that's that's really what I want. And at the end of the day, if we can, you know, undo what was done to me, I think that's that's the best case scenario. On that front, I, I think maybe you should stay with us. I'm, I don't want to just drop you somewhere and leave you there. I, I will right say, with you. I, if I stay, I, I don't want to be a drag on your group. I don't feel comfortable using my magic now. It feels foreign, and I, I fear that any time I, I try and help in any way, I might do the opposite. I feel I would just be a drag. Yeah, and we're most certainly going to encounter danger, so there's no keeping you safe. I'm I'm all for asking Xavier if he knows what to do. I'm I'm I was thinking about it. I'm I'm also content with a cage in in Hayfreed's. The only problem with a cage is it puts you right next to the creature that's brought you to your previous I, state. I'm not I'm not asking for that. I'm not Yeah, I'm against it. That's I this is just me saying whatever keeps everyone safe. But Xavier's an accomplished wizard, so maybe he could do something comparable. Damn it, fine. And I grab the thread and I twist it around my hand and I pull it to my heart. Ajungis. Xavier, it's Kellek. Zeta needs a place where she can stay and not hurt anyone. Can you help? I've been doing that with Ulma for quite some time. <laughs> I laugh. I laugh aloud. <laughs> I don't see what's stopping me. Also, I was about to come through. If you want to meet me at the teleportation circle, look at Zayden. I, uh, I suppose. Uh, uh, Ulma. Uh huh. Uh, Xavier wants us to meet him at the teleportation circle. Oh, okay. I'll be right there. Do you want to just get him, bring him here? Uh-huh. All right. Thanks so much for messaging him. I really appreciate it. Of course, Alma. Why Why wouldn't I do exactly what you say at all times? I mean... I just... It was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry if I make it seem like you always have to do what I want you to do. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, um... Apology accepted. Okay, I'm going to go get Xavier. Okay. <laughs> You're going by yourself? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, as you are running off towards the teleportation circle, um, the sun is just going down over the horizon and everything gets a little bit darker. Um, and as you're running, it gets darker and darker. And as you look around, you see the, those um, little, like, um, little miniature balls, almost like pearls at the corner of each building that you had seen previously when it gets dark here. And they begin to illuminate and and uh, the, the streets um, start to glow with these different blue and red and, and, and purple colors. Um, so your way is lit as you run back and right as you get to the teleportation circle, you see Xavier stepping through. Hi, Xavier. Is it your... Just you? Yeah, but I didn't come that far. And you know me, I, I'm really good at getting through cities. I was hoping for an audience. Um, either way, <laughs> um, would you just step over for, for one moment? I want to show you something. 
an audience for what? Well, I think it's pretty cool. I wanted to show you. I guess we can relay it later, but I want to show you first. Okay. Okay. Um, so just come over here. Can I have you kneel down for, for a second? Sure. And you can see he reaches into his back pocket and he pulls out a gold coin, um, except it's a little bit bigger than um, a, a normal gold coin. And each surface is completely flush. It doesn't have any engravings on it, no markings, um, but it's, it's this perfect gold coin. And he says, all right, so um, I'm just going to need you to relax for me and just let this do what it's about to do, okay? Okay. I know it might be easy to fight it. Just relax, okay? Okay. You close your eyes for me. Yeah. And as you close your eyes, he puts this coin right on your forehead. And you can feel the sensation taking over you and you're letting it take over you. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I trust Savior. And all of a sudden, the the feeling dissipates. And you open your eyes, and you're no longer there with Xavier. You are in Hayfree's void. And you look around, and you see bars of a cage. And you look around, and you look down, and you are on a floating platform, cage surrounding you in Hayfree's void. You look off to the left and you can see the cage with the dragon floating around. You look off to the right, you can see the cage with the uh, uh, with the sheep creature floating around. Hey, it's pretty cool, huh? This is so cool. This is going to be really helpful. Yeah, not bad, huh? Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, anytime we see somebody crazy, we don't even have to fight them. We just have to find a way to get this onto I, them. I wouldn't say that that's necessarily true. Um... So you had to sort of accept what was mm, happening. Yeah. Um, we haven't really gotten past that point yet. So what What if they're unconscious? That should work. Okay. Okay, so you just got to make sure that they're unconscious, and then they'll come here. Yeah. And then we can interrogate them. Essentially, yeah. Oh, hey, Freed. Did and- you and Xavier come up with this together? Were you yeah. working together? I, I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> but it's pretty, say, pretty he's, great. He's got some good ideas. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, essentially, um, I, I can start working on some other cages. I mean, I can't, this is, you know, sort of the only one at the moment. Yeah, well, I can't imagine we'll find, like, a lot right now. We're about to have dinner with a friend, so, like, I don't think that. Okay, yeah. gives me some time. Um, all right. And he, he pulls the cage over towards the center platform, uh, he walks over, he opens up the cage and lets you out um, as he pulls the teleportation circle platform down as well. Um, and he sort of escorts you over to the teleportation circle. And just like that, you're back standing right in front of Xavier at the teleportation circle in Addersfeld. Throw my arms around his waist. That's so cool. Yeah, pretty good, huh? So good. At first I was like, Xavier wouldn't put me in prison, would he? And then I was like, well, he might. But I haven't really done anything so terrible yet, right now at least. No, of course not. Recently. <laughs> I did banish somebody, but it was just like on accident, and it, and they came back. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, you see why I wanted an audience. I wanted the whole, oh, she's yeah. gone. She oh. disappeared. Oh, but I actually do that a lot now, and I blink out of existence. <laughs> Is that a spell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I guess it's not that impressive. Then. Um, <laughs> and then I and then I I I hear him say that's not that impressive, and I blink back and I say, "Oh no, no, 
yeah, it's very impressive. It's just, it just wouldn't be that impressive for them. Yeah, for me. no, you don't have to. You don't have to backtrack on this. Um, listen, and then he reaches into his he reaches into his back pocket and he pulls out three of these gold coins, um, and he hands them over to you. So cool. Okay, I'll go keep these really safe. But these are really, really cool. Yeah, that uh, that Hayfried. He's he's not the most pleasant guy to be around, but he's got some good ideas. Yeah, I just think it's nice that you're working together. It's really nice I to see call it two, that. two strong individuals no, being able to No, let's not get wo- into this. Let's... Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I heard there was food. Yeah, we're going to have dinner with our friend. Um, he catches fish for a living, so I hope you like fish because I'm Love pretty it. sure that's what it's going to be. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. And it's right this way, and I'm going to guide him back. Okay, and as you get back to the rest of the party, um, you see that they are already inside the shop, and James is just letting them uh, up the stairs as you join the rest of the party. Oh, there she is! I was just—I was just asking. Wasn't I just asking about where she was? <laughs> yeah, it was. It oh. was. Yes. I'm right here. It was good to see you. It's good to see you again. And uh, more friends. This is Xavier. Hi. And we just table. reconnected with him. Shake hands. Um, my daughter should be back any moment. Um, she just went over to, uh, I have a friend who, who has uh, a stall who they do fresh breads and, and things like that. So she should be back any moment. Wonderful. If you would like to come in. And, uh, he leads you all in into this, this sort of small, cozy little home. Um, it's got, uh, you know, a couple of, of plants off in the corner and, uh, fireplaces going and, uh, just sort of a little quiet, cozy atmosphere as... Uh, he lets you guys in, and there are a couple of chairs there that you can sit down at. Um, and he says, So, uh, what have you all been up to? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, you know. Dating more people, just oh, like that's you. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, catching a few fish along the way as well. <laughs> oh, I like to hear that. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't caught any in, in a little while. And he sort of rubs his shoulder. How are you doing? I'm as good as I can be. Yeah. I'm in good health. Okay. You guys look a little bit, uh, I'll call it tired. Yeah, very, very tired. Tired is a good word for it. You know? Or like exhausted emotionally and physically and mentally. Uh, I hear you there. Mm. It's been a long, it's been a long few weeks. How are the fish biting these days? Better than, than when I first met you all. Um, Business is, is going great, actually. Um, Good. We've uh, we've been doing a little bit better this last month than uh, than any previous month. So I don't know what what uh, good luck has come my way, but it's it's nice for the time being. And no more involuntary trips to the slums, I take it. No. Mm-mm. Good. No. Um. Thankfully. Glad. And your daughter's here helping you. Is she, she is fishing for you. She is. Yeah, she's going out every day. And right as he says this, you hear a little. Uh, 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 little unlock of the door in front, and uh, in walks James's daughter. Uh, very obviously human woman, um, about six foot three. Oh wow! Uh, this uh, long blonde hair brought back into a tight braid, and um, and biceps that would rival March. Uh, this is a, a buff woman, um, and you can you can tell that uh, she's she's been doing some some work um and as she walks in 
she has uh, she's carrying two hooks in each hand, each one with with a pretty massive fish on it. Um, and she walks in and she says, "Oh, these are our guests for the day." Um, I, I assume. Um, I'm sorry, I smell like fish, so I don't want to come around and give each of you a hug right now, but um, I'm going to put the fish down. I've got some bread downstairs that I'm going to bring up. Um, and she points to Flynn. Do you want to help with the with the bread? Yeah, hi. Hi. I'm and from Eve. She she walks over and she puts the fish down on the counter. She says, I'll be right back up. I'm just going to go back down yeah. and uh, I'll introduce myself to all of you. And I'll uh, head back. I'll start heading down the stairs. Okay. Um, and you head down the stairs and you see uh, two large um, uh, sacks of what you assume to be bread. Um, and you grab one, she grabs one, she th- sort of throws it over her shoulder. I'm like with ease. dragging it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, you guys go upstairs, throw it on the counter, and she says, okay. Now we're ready for introductions. Um, my name's Flora. Very nice to meet you. And she uh, she reaches out her hand to each of you. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll give her a handshake uh, okay. as I tiredly pull the rest of our sack up the stairs. <sighs> Good to meet you too. I'm Flynn Fellow. If I said it before, but I don't think you're listening. Yeah, Ooh. I, I thank you. These uh, are heavy. You, you... I, I appreciate that. Years of work. I like go up to like poke her bicep, and she sort of reaches down. And she flexes it, poke. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes through and she shakes each of your hand. And the first thing that you all notice by shaking her hand is just all the calluses. Like the entire inside of her palm is is calloused. Um, and she says, "So, um." I, I hope dinner tonight is is uh, on par with what you guys usually have. I know hero business. You have all these banquets and, and all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, we live a life of luxury. Definitely. But, uh, we can we'll stand it for tonight. Yeah. Um, my dad has told me all about all of you and uh, the great heroes that saved him. So um, I, I'm sure that that uh, yeah, I, I, we're, what we have here is is meager and compared to. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. A home-cooked meal is always welcome. Honestly, it's the first bit of uh, hospitality we've gotten in a long time that wasn't in between planes. So uh, we're grateful. That's a a shame to hear. That's a real shame to hear. Um, But if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to get working on this fish. If any of you would like to help, the more the merrier. Um, But with that, we've got some wine over there on, on the shelves. Please... Feel free to, to make yourselves right at home. I'm happy to help, and I'll run in after her um, yes, because I. I cooked on the ship, and I'm oh. a really great cook now. When she Great's, says, yeah. "If anybody wants to," I'm just already like standing, like uh, waiting to receive instructions of what would be most. <laughs> Flora, it would probably be wise to at least leave some of the fish uncooked. Um, there are some of our party tonight that um, <laughs> that prefers their fish on the on the raw side. I yeah, I quickly raise my like, <laughs> wing, just kicks out from the side. Although I would uh, be uh, interested in uh, knowing what means that uh, the flavoring happens in the worlds of uh, finer, refined, more refined tastes. And so, Flora, I, Flora, that's your. Also, that's the earthbound word for flower, correct? Yeah. Your name. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I would be very interested in your take on. Uh, flavorings as I like to be open to new things. Well, we got the spice cabinet. Um, I can sort of give you a little tour through there, but um, would you? could you just... I don't know. I, I'm i sorry, friend. Could you just step back 
and you see Tito is th- starting to peck at the raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> like, like put my put my hand on his on his beak and I just grab it and I just press it to my forehead for it a looks second. Delicious. Just uh, uh, it's coming. To me. I, uh, food or uh, food later. Later. Food. Okay. Later. I can. I guess I can wait. <laughs> okay. Later. Later. Food. And uh, Tito goes and he sort of wraps his wings around himself and sort of sits down in one of the, the chairs that's a little too small for him. I, I'm going to leave my staff with him and I'm going to make like a mesmerizing little display of geometric uh, leaves on the inside of the crystal and just maybe try to entertain him like I would a small child. And almost like very, almost very feline-like, his pupils go very wide and is just transfixed on this object. I should keep it busy for some length of time. All right, I want to see the ice. <laughs> I follow Laura. And uh, she very enthusiastically sort of takes you through her spice cabinet and, and tells you, you know, what she usually uses on fish versus um, different meats versus if they're just doing vegetables um, and pretty much gives you a, a wide range of knowledge on that. Um, and Shreya, as she's teaching you about these spices, um, you now, with this new knowledge, um, can add your proficiency bonus to any check that has to do with cooking food or preparing a meal. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, I am going to have... Uh, Flynn, are you helping with dinner too? Um, so as everyone stands up, I also was going to... St- I stand up and I see them all going into the kitchen already. And I'm like, oh, too many... I look to James, too many cooks, right? And I, look, I, I usually stay out of the kitchen. I look up behind him to where the, where the wine is. I can't reach it. That is, it's a good thing I can. Yeah. And he goes, he actually goes over and he grabs a little stool and he yeah. puts it and he goes and he, he grabs one of the wines and pours it for you. Um, I'll go to my bag and I'll pull out a my notepad. Okay. And my, my, my writing utensils. I owe you a picture, don't I? I believe you do. I wasn't going to say anything. You pour the wine. I'll start drawing. And I'll start drawing a picture of his daughter. Okay. Um, you sort of get, uh, every once in a while, you sort of check in on, on your reference. And yeah. you get sort of like an action pose of her um, uh, getting some uh, fillets As of this. As I'm sipping the wine. I'm yeah, of this fish. Um, and uh, the rest of you, I'm going to have everyone make either a performance or a sleight of hand check. Okay. Me too for the drawing? You're going to be later. Okay. 14. That'll be it. So that'll be a nine. I still rolled low. Okay. Uh, 17. 17. Nice. Um, so all of you working together, um, some of you sort of taking over where others are lacking. Um, sooner rather than later, you guys have a beautiful meal laid out in front of you. Um, Flynn, you're about halfway through the drawing as, as the, the meal is prepared. Uh-huh. Um, and you all lay it out on the table with this delicious meal in front of you. The, uh, the smells making their way all the way up to each of your noses. There's the, uh, the the fireplace going off in the corner, and the light is is very gently dancing off of each of your features. And each of you just really get a moment to appreciate this moment with the the food in front of you, the people around you, who for the most part, as you know, as uh, as you surmise, are probably not cursed. For the first time in a while, in the the company of uh, a group of people who none of them are cursed. Um, But with that, you all look around, and this this deep feeling of comfort 
sets in with all mm. of you as uh. you all level up. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Let's go! What? Yeah! Woo! All right. You all uh, are sitting there just feeling the uh, mm. the effects of being in this community that you're in, the love around this table, and that is where we're going to call it for this session. Oh, uh, we're going to so end it right so there. So uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye nerds. Nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Hey, nerds. What's going on? This is Cameron, uh, voice of Shreya. I uh, just want to remind you guys, uh, we so, so appreciate it when you guys follow us and uh, interact with our social channels. Uh, it helps inform all of the work we do. Uh, also, be sure to check out our Patreon. Uh, you get access to a lot of like cool extras that uh, everything that orbits the podcast and the universe, uh, you never know what you're going to find there. So highly encourage y'all to check that out. Uh, also, uh, if you enjoy these episodes, try to check out our Harken Backs. It pulls all of the events that happen throughout uh, all of the episodes and arranges them really nicely uh, by our wonderful uh, engineer and artistic mind, uh, Shane. He uh, groups them together in a fantastically condensed yet still meaningful uh, way. Uh, so yeah, do all of those things if you'd like that I just mentioned, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, nerds. Perfect.